And welcome to episode 106 of the Varangian Heresy podcast. I am your hostess of the mostest, Jody, as always. And tonight, I am joined by two of our regular team and a special guest who I will introduce momentarily. But uh, in our virtual studio, as always, over on the left of my left is uh, the one and only, outside of outside of the Swedish borders, but never outside of our hearts, the one and the only, Mr. Eric, the Great Dane. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, man. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. What yeah. about you? Eh, you know, getting by. Haven't haven't drowned in the rain or um, you know done any damage to myself in the last forty eight hours. So I consider that a win. That's a good way to start it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope so. Otherwise, I'd be in real trouble if it's not. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a great weekend here at uh, Lincoln. So uh, back home and happy. That I am looking forward to, and that we will be talking about a bit more in a bit. But over to the on the right of my. No, on my right, because he's only there, is our guest tonight, a long-time friend of the podcast. We've known him since, well, since we started doing our very first painting course back in 2017. It is the one and only, the lovable Mr. Imran. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, everybody. Good, thanks. I hope you're all all right as well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I've been uh, uh, listening to this podcast for a while, and... uh... I get to all, know all you guys at the painting course 17 and been playing uh, or painting mostly uh, 30k ever since. Nice. That's what we love to hear. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's always good to have uh, somebody who's been listening to the cast for a long time come on because, you know, we owe you an apology of nothing else because you've been listening to us for so long. Um, but what I will say is also on the right of my right is the man, as always, who sits atop the uh, the what do we call it? Throne. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> pretzels. Empty beer cans and pretzels. Um, as the crown prince of heresy here at 30k in Sweden is the one and only, you just heard him, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, bud? Well, I'm pretty good. Finally had like some heresy coming back and then everything that's happening uh, with the new releases coming out. Like for once we're, man, I talk like heresy 24-7. It's good, isn't it? The energy is back. I love it. It's great. I'm really happy that that's the case. It's awesome. It's um, amazing. It is. It is. Now, before we get into absolutely anything else of what we're going to do tonight, let me get a couple of things out of the way first so that you can skip past this if you really want to. We are on Spotify. We're on pretty much any podcast app that you can find. Um, so, don't, you know, if you're listening to us on Spotify and you like what we're doing, please give us a five star review. It'd be very nice of you. and We'd love you for it. We've also got all the whole spiel of, of social media, Facebook, Instagram. You can email us at tvhpodcast at gmail.com. If there's anything you want us to talk about, if you want us to look at lists, anything along those lines, get in touch. If you want to shout out an event that you're running, please let us know. And we will happily shout it out at the end of the show. Uh, we also have our Facebook group, which you can get to off our um, Facebook page. And we've had an absolute rush of new people coming into that Facebook group over the past week or so, which is awesome because new people is hopefully new heresy players. So that's that's always a beautiful thing to see. Um, and we have a Discord channel, which we are slowly building up, which you can get an, in, an open invite to via our Facebook group. 
see nice and easy that's the socials out of the way um what's every is anybody working on anything tonight hobby wise i mean freddie you never never let us down on this part so you know keeping it keeping it concise ish what are you working on bud uh, actually, right now, I am almost done with two um, Lancers for Adeptus Titanicus. Ooh, fancy, fancy. How many Lancers have you got? Uh, only two, but I have fuckloads of other, other knights, and I was thinking, oh, because I painted up heaps of uh, Titans for Lincoln, so I decided that I'll, I'll need a little bit of uh, knights, because it's good just to round up points and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I bought like a pack of two Lancers, which I'm painting up. Any particular house you're painting them in, or? Uh, yeah, the green ones, which I can't even remember what they're called anymore. The, the green ones. Okay, is that the green ones or the green and white ones? Uh, no, it's just the green ones, I think. Just the I, green don't, ones. I don't know what they're called. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you and tell <laughs> you what they're called. All right? I'm sure there's at least two or three listeners yelling at us right now at exactly what it is. And we, we know, we know we should know this stuff. Eric, you are you working on anything, dude? Or um, I have been the whole day, actually, or after work at least. Um, it's been one of those days where if things could go wrong, they kind of had to. Um, for example, I'm I'm working on still the ship that I was also working on last time, uh, and today I've been drilling and drilling and drilling holes for pinning in order to make the ship fit, and. Uh, been using the vacuum cleaner next to it to kind of avoid getting the dust into my head uh, until the vacuum cleaner decided to uh, suck up my drill bits for for my drill. Um, so I had to open up the the yeah the back in the vacuum cleaner to get them back out, which mm-hmm. caused uh, as soon as I pulled the bag out of the vacuum cleaner, it pretty much caused an explosion of resin dust, which uh, left me out of the basement for a while uh, so that that was not so lucky and then while i was out of there i uh, suddenly realized i had some old uh, rooklets armored orcs in yeah in a jar from i just realized i actually had them in a jar with acetone for over a year because it put them in right before i moved so uh yeah and apparently uh, the half liter of acetone has had kind of vaporized away so what i was left with was basically digging metal parts out of paint sludge in the bottom of the jar so i spent a good hour cleaning off just oily slime from (laughs) from those models um but in in the end i managed to uh, find my drill bits and rooklutz amadorks were the paint was removed and they I got the oil and everything off them. So um, I guess it, in the end, it was a successful day. Just had some very hobby-specific problems, I would say. <laughs> that definitely rates on hobby-specific, I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had that happen with the whole vacuum cleaner of dust thing. That That's never fun. Bad enough having to clean it up once, but having to do it again after something like that just sucks. Yeah, but I was just amazed like how it... It, I, I was just uh, grabbing some resin dust from my table, and the the fact that it actually grabbed a whole plastic box with metal drill bits and managed to suck them in, I was quite amazed that it could actually, you know, lift it. But um, it it went very fast. I'm pretty sure there's lots of single men out there who'd like to know what brand of vacuum cleaner you're using for <laughs> research purposes. 
yeah. But, yeah. Um, we, we're going to save that one because you're all dirty de degenerates and, you know, work it out yourself. Oh, yeah. And then, then I've been doing my uh, route cyclist, the oh, yeah. last planned event, at least in uh, the current rules. Um, so just realized I have to do like five new tanks hmm. um, before the end of June. So, so that's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got a taste for militia here uh, after Lincoln. Nice. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Imran, Imran, buddy, are you working on anything while we're recording? Or what's he been working on recently? So uh, I'm doing Alfaris. I uh, cork him up on, in sub-assemblies. I've uh, airbrushed the base layers of the armor. So I'm about to move on to the um, uh, trimmings, uh, armor trimmings, and all the brushwork pretty much. Very nice, mate. Very nice indeed. Yeah, going slowly though. I I want him really nice. So going, take it slowly. <laughs> Should never rush Primarchs, no matter what. They're they're yeah. they're absolute centerpiece models, and they're worth the time. Yeah, it's about time. Like five, six years after I started out the Alpha Legion Army, yeah, <laughs> at the yeah, painting yeah. course. <laughs> Dude, I, I I redid my Iron Warriors, and I've sold most of the army, and still haven't painted my Primarch. So. Um, I, I need to pull my finger out on that one, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I have the same. I bought Magnus the day he came out at the uh, Forge World Day. And he, some of him is assembled, and that's it. <laughs> we, should, we should really make a pledge to get our Primarchs done, mate. We really should. <laughs> yeah. At some point. Not, not, not now. Not now. Maybe in the new rules. I don't know if yeah. you can play him there without feeling like a douchebag. <laughs> Probably. At least I'd like to think so. We'll, we'll have to yeah. see when that all comes out. Well, everybody's working on something. I'm working on keeping this lot under control and, and on point. But um, I've actually taken, I will say, I've taken a bit of a break from heresy stuff, mostly because I, my uh, my second compressor, sorry about this news, Freddie, has also died. Um, what the fuck? I have no idea, mate. I've got it. It's being looked at. So because um, this is one I can actually get someone to look at. So we'll find out what's happening. But um, do you have it in a box or something, or nope. blocked in? Okay. Nope. It's literally sitting completely exposed. You know, on a shelf. Beautiful air intakes. Absolutely everything. No idea what's going wrong with it. It is just not getting any. Pa it won't. Uh, it'll work for a little bit at low pr uh, psi, and then it'll cut off, and then it won't switch on again. And I have to leave it 24 hours and it'll switch on again, but won't have full PSI. And yeah, it's a... That's fucking weird. It's weird. It's weird. But it did travel in the, it did travel in the post. So, you know, it wasn't UPS. <laughs> so I don't think they tried to drop kick it, but you never know. But you have personal. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's worse. Yeah. That's worse. <laughs> does it overheat? Like, no, does it overheat own... when you, when it runs in the... No, I can't feel any excess heat on it when I'm when I get my hand to it. It just I don't know. Like I said, I've got somebody having a look at it for me, so fingers crossed it'll be back up. But anyway, I've been building some World War Two models. Um trying to see if I can see the boxes from here so I can actually tell you what I'm building. What well, models are for like bolt uh, No no, um actual uh one seventy six scale. Um uh, an AC uh AEC Matador and a five and a half inch gun. On a trailer, on a trail hook, um, oh, like airfix yeah. or yeah, airfix stuff. Because it was, it's something my um, they were the what my grandfather drove in the Second World War, and my father sent Ooh. me over a couple of kits. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so I'm going to try and do a little uh, North Africa diorama and then potentially a little diorama of one of these trucks with the, the gun driving around um, our old hometown. So it's a long-term project, but it's, it's just something to keep me busy while I'm not doing other stuff. So we shall see how that all turns out. But yeah. You wish you could airbrush Yeah, those, I really eh? do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gluing them at the moment, and that's, that's, that's proving enough of a problem. But anyway, that's what we're all working on. Our main topic tonight is going to be Lincoln. Or I should say, the Siege of Lincolngrad 2022, which happened this weekend just gone, which will be a week ago by the time this episode is released. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. So that's going to be our main topic. We're going to jump into that in a few minutes. But before that, uh, I want to just give a big shout out to our partners at Game Maniacs.se for supporting the Swedish heresy scene at the launch of Heresy 2.0. Uh, by the time this comes out, I want to say, hopefully, congrats to the winners of their prize draw for the Age of Darkness box, as well as, I think, second prize was the Kratos, one of the Kratos battle tanks, and then there was one of the new plastic rhinos as well. I think there might have been more stuff, but whatever there might be, don't forget to check out GameManiacs.se for all upcoming heresy releases and any of your hobby needs. I've, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's this really cool weathering product out there. Um, it's like a, a rust, um, rust product that basically you just like put a couple of drops on and it, it sort of reacts with the air. I can't, I'm trying to think what the hell it's called. Uh, dirty down. Have you seen that stuff before guys? Yeah. It's, it's very cool stuff. Or at least it looks good. Yeah. It, it makes rust in many different colors. Mm. So if, if you don't want to spend the time on the, on doing it with oil manually, then you can do it uh, much faster with that. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to eventually being able to order some stuff from them and get, get some of that as we go along. But they've yep. got a load of cool hobby stuff over there, so I, I strongly suggest that you check out GameManiacs.se um, for your hobbying needs. And actually, they're not only supplying uh, Sweden, we also uh, put in an order for the Danes from them. Good, that's awesome. Yeah. That's absolutely awesome. I, I may or may not have basically put in an order equal to a month's salary. <laughs> With the release of heresy yeah i've heard you're not the only one who's done that I, no, no no one in my family listens to my podcast so i can tell <laughs> you we, we we are the confessional for we are the confessional for all of our hobby needs yeah <laughs> i do believe that chris has put in an order for like five boxes or something crazy so um yeah i hope that i hope the legion the literal legion he's building is going to be awesome because that would be very nice to see um yeah so it's going to be so good, and I, I can't wait to see all this new rush of plastic heresy coming out. It's going to be great. And and he'll, mm-hmm. he'll probably be done painting it in like two years, maybe three. Yeah, when they release the next big box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it always is. Yeah, Imran, are you putting uh, yeah. your wallet? Are you putting your wallet towards um, any of the new releases or? Yeah, I'm in that uh, pre-ordered uh, thing with. Um... Uh, with their uh, deal, the Game Maniacs deal on the box. Nice. So I'll get the box, read the rules, get the two other books, the Loyalist and the Traitor Legions, read mm-hmm. them up, and then move from there. Uh, I'm not doing much of a hobbying and painting until I get the, get my hands on the book and read the rules. Very fair, very fair. But it's yeah. not that far off now. 
thankfully it's only a, a week or two away from here which is going to be well it's probably about yeah. a week away for the pre-order and then what was it, about two weeks before it all comes in it's going to be so good well it's saturday isn't it is it saturday i can't remember it dep- yes it would be saturday i don't want to go through this whole time skipping thing because we record a week before we put the episode out so this saturday will be last saturday but yes Let's just say yes, that's what it is. This weekend, it's up for pre-order, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pre-ordered this weekend, 4th or 4th or 5th of June, and then this episode will be going out on the 10th of June, so it'll be a little bit of a delay. So but, it's basically will be in the stores, what, tomorrow when this comes out? Yes. Yes. It's really weird. <laughs> Recording <laughs> is just really weird. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be awesome. Can't wait for it. And can't wait to see all the hobby stuff that's going to be coming out from there. It's going to be absolutely mint. Now, speaking of hobby stuff, we're going to jump over from our current desk to our virtual news desk. And we're going to have a look at what's come out um, recently for or being teased pre-released for the heresy. And first up, um, we have got some upgrade kits for the Imperial Fists and the Sons of Horus. Now, I know Eric doesn't do either of those. Freddy, you do Sons of Horus, correct? You have some Horus? Bought Sons of Horus? Uh, I have some Sons of Horus, that is correct. Imran does Alpha Legion. Oh, wait, have you got Fists as well? No, 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 I don't, I don't have Fists. Fists and Ultramarines will be probably something I would Thank God, we're on the same page there then. Uh, Everything else, I would do. <laughs> no poster boys in this house. No. Um, but what does everybody think of these upgrade kits in general? The sort of, you know, what they put out. Let's go, let's, let's go Eric first. What do you think, bud? I actually haven't seen them. I'm, oh, I'm, dude. Uh... <laughs> dude. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a thing with upgrade kits. I have a 3D printer, so I can oh. <laughs> buy an upgrade kit or I can do them for like one-tenth of the price myself a few weeks later. So I, I haven't actually seen them. Fair enough. That's a, that's at least an honest answer. Freddie, yeah. what, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, they look very similar to the previous upgrade kits that were available from Fortunal. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Uh, which I just like that they're actually going to do some upgrade kits because we all remember how we went boo-boo, sad, sad face when suddenly all the upgrade kids fucking disappeared off Forgeworld's homepage, mm-hmm. remember? Very days. much. That, then you had to go to our uh, to different mm-hmm. venues, as in uh, 3D printing and so on. Um, in different locations that may or may not exist. Yeah, may or may not exist. Uh, supporting, like, you know, non-democracy mm-hmm. countries. Um, but now it's good that they, they're back mm-hmm. because it, I, I have no idea why they removed it in the first place because they were the thing that you could use to spice up your own legions and they had really nice ones in 40k because you know you whatever you think about primaries I think that when, once they release those upgrade kits mm-hmm. for 40k because they had to, like in Raven Guards Iron Hands I think they did like a bunch of them and, and I was just wondering, why, why would they... Because that was almost at the same time they removed them from heresy. So I kind of felt boo-boo sad face as well. So it's good that they're back, which is good. More of those. Hey, Brad, any thoughts on the upgrade kits? Have you had a look at them? Or? 
Yeah, I, I had a look at them, and well, style-wise, I like them. Uh, I'm a bit bummed about um, that. From now on, they'll uh, split up the interface between the weapon and the left arm uh, at the wrist instead of like keeping the left arm uh, with the fingers. So if you like want to model the <coughs> marine holding the weapon in one hand or so on, you'll need to do a bit of cutting and filing and cleaning up and. Uh, other than that, I'm good. I'm happy with them. They look, they look good. I was hoping they would keep it like the resin ones, just in plastic. That would be better for me. Mm -hmm. Are you looking forward to seeing some uh, upgrades for your Alpha Legion come out at some point soon? Yeah, so uh, I have them um, magnetized at the wrist. Like I have my, mm -hmm. I have a ten ten man headhunter unit with uh, uh, pl plasma guns. And uh, I'll uh, put on something else on them, probably. Plasma doesn't seem like a good idea in the second edition. Uh, but I'll have to convert them so, so that I have to file off the left, finger, left hand fingers from the new kits, probably. Ah, oh, that's easy. Any, any protruding finger I seem to snap off a model, yeah. so it doesn't matter what it's made of. So they never last anyway. Yeah. But overall, general consensus is we kind of like what we see. Does that sound right? Yeah. Cool. I've got to admit, I do really like the Sons of Horus ones. The Sons of Horus upgrade set looks um, looks like a lot of fun. And I've seen a, a number of uh, people on Iron Warriors uh, groups suggesting maybe shave a couple of the studs off the head and stuff like that, and you could get away with putting them on Iron Warriors. So versatility, man. Got to love it. Got to make for something a bit more fun that way. So uh, there's that. The what about the royal? The, hopefully everybody's seen the uh, the article that um, for both new starters and you know veteran heresy players, uh, GW put out a couple of different things and they've put out showing off some of the sort of newer stuff, including uh, contemptor or dreadnoughts with wounds and toughness. And um, Rhino's finally, officially, you know, we've all rumoured this, but officially being shown to have uh, a capacity of 12, uh, transport capacity of 12. Any thoughts from anyone? Ooh. Yeah, I think uh, Dreadnoughts will finally be, yeah, something to, to really play with. Uh, the Leviathan is quite a beast from what I've seen so far. I think it was like eight wounds, toughness eight or something. So... Uh, Really, really hard to uh, take down. That's gonna ruin somebody's day, then. Yeah, it's it's. If I I don't know if it has the invuln safe, but then we are talking like thirty last cannons to take it out. <laughs> so uh, it's yeah, it's it's gonna be good. And dreadnoughts in general are looking really fine. Um, for the rhino, yeah, it's it's a nice upgrade. I I don't really. If you have nine or ten people, a lot you know, uh, along with the character. I, I don't think it matters that much, but the, the especially dreadnoughts are really, really good to see now. It's pretty good that they've they've done that because most people are house ruled that a little bit, and I know there's a lot of like mono rules and so on. Uh, same with the land raiders and stuff, because suddenly you now can have a squad where you can actually have a Medicare or you can have an independent character, and you can still use the transport instead of like. You can only have vanilla squads. Yeah. Makes it a bit more flexible and a bit more fun to play with normally. Um, or not a nine nine man veteran squad. Yeah. Yeah. 
if you go back to uh, our episode three or four or whatever when we talked about Mechanicum, and we talked we talked about eighth uh, edition forty k. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I said, and we had this discussion about Mechanicum having being monstrous creatures with wounded shit, and they're bananas and over powerful and stuff. And I said that. I don't really care about this whole walkers business as long it's either they make them all monstrous creatures or they make them all vehicles yeah. because now it's stupid that some are and some are not. Yeah, and I think for for walkers, as most of the walker rules are basically you are a vehicle, but you act like you are not a vehicle. Then I think moving it to yeah, like infantry. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like you are infantry except you have armor value. Uh, so I think it was a good move. Yeah. What about you, Imran? Are you a, are you? A... Yeah, I'm thinking about these new rules, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm thinking um, <clears throat> like oh, everybody's stoked for the new rules and uh, waiting for them. And as soon as I drop, they're all read up on them. There'll be the definite rules. We have seen all these uh, leaked. Um, playtest versions but now uh, it will be the final thing mm-hmm. and i so have this feeling or gut feeling that a lot of people will try to find oh th- see what's strong good combos and uh, i think we might i have a fear i see a risk that we'll see a lot of strong lists in the beginning uh, where people have identified what's good to play what's strong to play and uh, I think we we'll, uh, might have a, see uh, like a power creep, or a fear that we we'll see a power creep on the upcoming um, events where people bring uh, what they see as good in the rules. And... Well, I mean, we faced that What do before. you guys think about that? I think we faced that before. I think we faced that pretty much every t- as a community. I think we faced that every time the Black Books come out. Yeah, book 7. <laughs> I think I think that what's going to happen is, uh, I, I agree and disagree with Imran, I think what's going to happen is, I think that a lot of people are going to go to units that they think are like, looks really good on paper, and they'll include them, but I think because everyone's going to be so fucking new at the rules, it's still going to be kind of, even though you pick the strongest new, no one is going to be, because now we play with this edition for so long. So people really know how to use their units and how to use them together with other units to make them work even better. Um, but now everything's going to be new and fresh. It's going to be... We're going to pick... If I remember like the first ages back, back in the dark ages when we played our first event at Lincoln and people were running around with like red butchers because that was so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like they were super mad crazy. There was heaps of... Focus on close combat, or heaps of focus on like everyone had dreadnoughts because they were so powerful. Most people didn't play Mechanicum. And... Don't, forget, don't forget the Pride of the Legion list with sniper vets with. Yeah, sniper vets was mm-hmm. like the thing. And then now suddenly it is going to be. Um, it's going to be like a, a, people are going to do the same thing again, but. Um, just like last time, we won't be that good on the rules because it's going to take a time before everyone kind of figure out how to play them. And then I think, I think all the lists are going to change again. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're going to go back to kind of actually to where we were a few years ago um, because basically reactions being limited to 
one to three units per turn will mean that in order to get the most out of your reactions, you probably want the largest possible units. So I think we are going to see, you know, big Death Stars uh, running across the table very, very fast and probably also large shooting units to uh, to do reactions because basically if, if you have five men in a squad doing a reaction, it's wasted compared to having 10 men doing the same reaction. Um, and, and as units don't have the same abilities anymore because of that, uh, I think we're going to see Death Stars a lot more than we we have come to because lately the Death Stars have been beaten more by fast armies with small units. Um, but I think that's going to change at least for a while now. Yeah, so probably lar- <clears throat> big large 20-man units with apothecaries to get the most buff per uh, point probably. That's what I yeah. imagine, and uh, it will be al- also it w- it will be diff- more difficult to anticipate like uh, like the opponent's uh, moves and how things will uh, pan out. If you have fewer larger units, maybe with com- in combination with the reaction mechanics, probably games will be shorter or they will be determined earlier than uh, first edition. Like in first edition, you could uh, I mean things could look quite bleak for one side in turn three, turn four, and then you can uh, recover that uh, late game. Perhaps uh, that um, uh, that line of... Uh, um, uh, that way of playing will, uh, will be less prevalent. I think uh, maybe games will be kind of... Uh, the outcome will be determined early ga- earlier than uh, ver- uh, first edition. I imagine. I totally, I totally agree there. I think I don't think because everything moves faster, a lot of things shoot harder. I don't think you're going to see games that are not decided around turn three. I think most most games will end there. Uh, and of course, in the current edition, you also have games that have ended very early. Um, but but as the table becomes smaller, the higher movement you have. Uh, it it will have a snowballing effect as soon as you get into close combat, for example. Um, so I think, yeah, games are going to be like two, three turns long, and then it's it. Then that's it. Well, we'll see how it all pans out. I mean, I'm intri- I'm very much intrigued to see how how games work out, and it could be that it could be that we find that uh, they last longer. You know, people have got to be more tactical and see how the grind works out. Either way, I think it's going to be very interesting. Um, I mean, Freddie, how many how many times have we gone through different metas at Scandus and other events just to see them flip the next time round? Yeah, I think uh, a few times. Because like, I remember like the Death Stars, we talked about those mm-hmm. pretty early back in the days. And then uh, I think there was a time where, where there was like mass foot-slogging armies. And then there was like uh, a focus on... Backloads of jet bikes and javelins and Scorpius. Big, big, big template super heavies. Yeah, and I went to like, yeah, all about D weapons. Planes to counter D weapons with templates. Yeah. Well, pla- planes was like, the, it technically go like, like, first we had quite a legion people where we just trying to figure out how the fuck to play this game. And then after that, it became like the Death Stars, you know, fucking Primark Spartan or Praetor Spartan with. So all the Terminator buddies he can have. 
then to counter that, it became like, it's all about the Kraken penetrators. Yeah. So people had fuckloads of plane used to destroy that Death Star so they had the foot slug and never get anywhere. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it kind of became, um, it was all about fucking speed and surgical strikes and, and shit like that. I think in the beginning, we also saw like heaps of drop lists. There was like heaps of drop pods in the beginning. And hoplites came out in the end of the, oh, oh, oh. the Death Star era, which ended the Spartans completely for, at least against Mechanicum. And, knight, and knights yeah. as well. Thank you, yeah. Linus. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, so we seem like a, kind of like a full circle. Now we're back to more... Now, now people are playing... They are playing more... You, you don't find most of the armies are similar as it, how it used to be if we look one meta back. Now it seems that people have found their niche. So like, some people are doing pure jet bikes. Some people are doing like fuckloads of sick rounds. But some people are still doing like the, the orbital assault wing. Some people are doing, uh, focusing on magic a lot. Some people are focusing on like uh, deep striking. surgical strike. Yeah, deep striking, surgical strike sort of thing. Other people are focusing on like having like a massive firebase with uh, Volokites and Master of Signals and stuff. So, and other people are doing like full on um, uh, infiltrator with the uh, fucking seekers and more datons and shit. So, I think I think it's most lists. What we're gonna go through that when we talk about Lincoln. Most lists aren't aren't similar. We had a heaps of Alpha Legion players, and I don't think any of those lists were completely the not same. even close. So yeah, but but I think oh we got through that the yeah. But that's what happened. Like now, finally, the meta is spreading yeah. because, and the reason why it's like that is because now people know what the fuck they're doing, so they build a list that plays to their own advantage because they're they're playing their own playing style. So it's easier for them to become good. I think there's also another point to it. Um, after the last FAQ we had, um, I think they managed to balance most things out. Obviously, there are still things like demons that are very, very strong still. Um, but I think that it's the, the fact that people don't do the same thing, all of them, points at the balance being better than it started out with uh, and that that's one thing I'm sad to see go because we're going with the new edition. We're going to start all over again with new things are going to be overpowered, new new things are going to be underpowered, and you don't really have the same balance all around anymore. Um, so that that needs to, yeah, be built again um, because the only way you get that is through a lot of playing. And we'll do that. I think I think the best the one thing that gives me heart with that over other systems let's put it that way is that as a community as a community as a whole we've weathered that stuff before and we've learnt very quickly and we'll be quicker to act on it as a community this time as well and i think i also have a lot i'm putting as much faith as i possibly can in the team behind this new heresy launch that they're aware of that as well i'm hoping I'm putting as much faith as I can in it, but I have real faith in in our community to be able to manage all of that. So it's very easy to to have to think about it and go, "Yep, we're going to have to start from the ground up." But I get the feeling we're going to get there a lot quicker than we did before. 
that's just my take on it. What I've heard is that the second edition incorporates a lot of things that people, FAQ and fan stuff, made for first edition and then just added an extra layers with reactions and stuff. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And I think I, I like that. I think it's, it's a good way to take it. But again, you know, the proof of the pudding's in the tasting, I guess. So we've got to see how it all plays out. I think it's the, there's no apparent way of uh, building a list that's like an all-comer list at an event anymore. Like you, you need to focus on something and you either do elite infantry or, or, or you do a lot of uh, troop choices to grab objectives, um, like mobile troop choices. Or, uh, so it's, and there's a count, countermeasure to every kind of list uh, that can, one can build. So uh, I think that also contributes to this disparate way of list building you see at events. Definitely. That's a fair way of looking at it. That is a very fair way of looking at it. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to use that as a way to leave the leave the news desk because we've started to go on to uh, more of a gossip column field than anything else and hop on over and we're going to come back to our main subject tonight which is uh lincoln or i should say again full title the siege of lincoln grad 2022 which was um played in this past weekend that's just gone um and it's um it was well technically it was a three-day event that is true two days of centurion and one day of titanicus but i wasn't there i'm not the man to tell who took the lead on this one that is the one mr freddie so freddie why don't you tell us all about lincoln uh lincoln grad i should say <laughs> lincoln grad eh, well well that's where it all started like yeah doing lincoln and stuff but lincoln ground this year we were gonna Kind of, it's going to be the last event where we played the old edition Heresy. We we're going to give it a bit, bit of a send off. So we're going to do. I, I was going to keep it fairly vanilla, but with Centurion tweak rules, like I always do, because it's Lincoln. So I, it is always, it has always been Centurion, and it will probably be some sort of similarity in the future where we don't have massive armies and focus will be more about infantry. And we play with some cards and stuff just to make it simple and easy for deployments, for missions, for prime missions. They were all randomized. Uh, it was, uh, folk, I, I guess there was uh, about 70% of the missions were focus on kill points in different kind of ways, 30% kind of like objective and grabbing objectives. Um, so I keep that going. But... It was kind of a, it was a good, nice, low-key event. Uh, the best part about it was that it was good to be back to Lincoln. And for once, uh, they actually, <laughs> the organizer had such a shame from last time that, that they kind of, because us being the biggest miniature gaming event mm -hmm. at Lincoln, uh, last time we were there, and we got like the least amount of room. So... I was arguing with them a lot, and I know that this kind of frustrated a lot of people that wanted to go, but at least the week before we are going, we were promised that we will get all the spaces we ever could hope for, uh, which was good. But a little bit late from the event organizers, I, I reckon, but hey, at least now uh, we have a personal connection with them compared to back in the day, so future Lincolns, 
we will be, you know, better served by the event organizers and probably have the pick of the crop when it comes to rooms. Which is awesome. Which is fucking, which is fucking awesome because that's been like one of the bugbears we had. Freddie, can you use your influence to make them fix their website? <laughs> it's absolutely horrible. It's the worst website I've ever been to where I have to log in. Yeah, I know, but I, I can't I can control that, unfortunately. At least it's easy to re- register for our games. Yeah. yeah. We try keep, we'll do everything we can to keep our bit <laughs> simple, at least. Yeah. That's what we do. Um, so we, we started like a good classic way. This, we, we, did, uh, we went back to super basic. Normally we have three factions, but this time we only did two, traitors versus loyalists, because that's how I felt like that's how we... It got, like back in the day, we we only had traitor versus loyalists. It, it wasn't that comp- like we had heaps of. We evolved to having like three faction, massive background fluff, and because this was going to be like the last event with the old system, I kind of went back uh, to Kiss, keep it super simple. Back to the olden days, used to do like a homage to the first ever Lincoln, where we actually had uh, those missions from the cards that you, Eric, and Imran actually draw. It wasn't cards back then. It, those missions were played in order. <laughs> with deployment zones played in order. And everyone played that mission with that deployment zone and had that uh, war zone trait and so on. Uh, but now we just mix them all up into a deck of cards. Oh, good old-fashioned card heresy. Yeah, uh, so like the, because, you know, I can't... I love cards. You can't function without your cards, can you, Freddie? Like you no. I can't <laughs> function without my cards. Which made it... Well, the cards are kind of convenient, if not, at least. Um, so we did that. So the first day we had three rounds uh, of games, and the second day we had two rounds of games. Um, we managed to get even people that... And most people were used to having Lincoln only one day, so they kind of fucked up the whole booking, because I don't know uh, how the hell that happened because people thought that we only played on the Saturday, and then suddenly people only thought we played on the Friday, so it's kind of like a mix-up. But that what's happened when you change something that's been so engraved into people's mind that Lincoln has always been a one-day event, and now suddenly we make, a two, make it a two-day event, because why not? Because unfortunately, you know, Henry was preoccupied, so we had that extra day that was booked for the painting course, uh, and we might as well just play games. Then. This is true. Make use of it. That was the plan, anyway. Yep. And as we always did, uh, we played Titanicus, and at least, pointing to you other fellow podcast people and the people that are not here, me and Pella, we painted our new Titan Manipals that we had for the podcast challenge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. So everyone else goes into their box of shame. I live there permanently. I'm just getting an extension built on mine. (laughs) uh, so Adeptus Titanic is, is a fun game. And so we played it all first day, which was pretty funny. And actually, it was like a half a day. It was from lunch to late. It's good. Take that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's good. Like, we had... Uh, how many tables did we set up? We set up, like, six tables. Uh, so we had, like... Um, we played on three tables, and then we swapped three mm-hmm. tables... And uh, and we also what we did we had so we had like because uh, Titanicus because let's just say that uh, we had 
we had some work-related issues with Titanicus, considering uh, my line of business and everyone else that has the same line of business. Unfortunately, a big thing ended. Thank you, fucking Russia. I hate you so much because you're screwing up with my private life. Um, which means that that's why we started after lunch, because that was the only time I could get there. And a lot of other people could not show up until day two of Centurion due to the same kind of issues with being preoccupied with work, even though it was like a long public holiday fucking weekend. Um, so it means that what, what we did, we focused on Titanicus. We did, we had, so we went down from, uh, I think we were, how many registered? I think we, there was 12 registered yep. players. We went down to mm -hmm. only six. Uh, and so what we did, we focused on, we, us six played Titanicus pretty mm -hmm. fast. Uh, but we also set up like half the room as a demo area where we dragged in people and forced them to play Titanicus and teach them how to play the game. And I hopefully next year we will have at least at least the people, the ones that I taught, uh, we should have like a, at least four new players or something. Oh, that's amazing. And then I hope everyone, every, everyone else, because I know there was... Um, Andreas and stuff, and he he's he was really he he had a couple of new guys he taught how to play. I know Pelle taught uh, like Johan and some other players players to play, and that was pretty good. Oh, so. that sounds brilliant fun. That really does. And I know that I I know, I know next year definitely uh, like Henry loves Titanicus. Yeah. So if we can do some joint like uh, in half the day in the morning we have Titanicus, and then in the evening we start the painting course or something. That'd be awesome. I'm sure there'll be a way of making that happen. He's, Henry is a good lad and always up for that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that was a good. That was a good start. Um, and what was so that was was that just day one or day one? So day one we rocked up. Uh, we kind of uh, unloaded the the fucking Chagwan, and then and then we set up. Uh, Titanicus goes pretty quick setup, and after that. Um, we started playing, and then during the breaks, we set up, started setting up Centurion as Centurion tables. Now, I do need to um, just sidetrack ever so slightly. Now, I know it was on the th the Titanicus was on the Thursday. Did you find yourself wandering around and seeing any uh, 40k action or anything? Because I'm I'm just intrigued if they have the if they we had a repeat of the dice on bases at any point. Uh, no actual dice on bases. There were uh, 40k was super small. They, were, they had like how many tables did they have? I think didn't they have like one room with six, eight tables? Yeah, one room with six tables. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you're right there. One room with six tables. All painted miniatures though this year, which is good. Good to see. Uh, <laughs> however, the terrain. <laughs> oh, the terrain was horrible. Left to luster let's just say uh remember how we made jokes about clear bases yeah. on miniatures yes about clear terrain what as in like clear acrylic sheets <laughs> that are train that uh -huh. okay um well not okay but ah that's um yeah well i guess that's 40k for you um well, okay. Well, at least there wasn't, you know, stuff was painted and there, there weren't any armies comprised solely of dice. That, that's, a, that's a good thing. That's no, it's pretty fucking, pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah that, that, 
That would be crazy. Good lord. Um, well, they they opted a lot, then. Yeah, I'll 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 put some. I don't know if you've seen the the the. <laughs> I I couldn't help myself. I had to take some fucking photos in <laughs> photos of the tables. Oh my god. Uh, let's just say I'm gonna put some in the chat now. Ooh. You can you can enjoy it all in its splendor. Here's a forest. Apparently, we should we should make sure that we post the pictures. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at the picture. That's I lost the ability to speak after looking at the pictures. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, well we'll post them because it's 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 fair for everybody to see. And bear in mind, I'm, I'm yes, I'm shitting on 40k a little bit, but it's still um, just it's nice to see things improving because that is an improvement. You know, the, the two dead trees are painted. Yeah, that's... so. A, a little question, uh, Freddy. What would you rather play, an army of dice or an army of half-assembled models? Oh, dude, that's rude. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I have to say that my favorite was at Warhammer World. This guy had packed his army in a clear plastic bag, uh, half-assembled, uh-huh. and he just moved the plastic bag. Letting him open it across the table because he couldn't be fucked. Wow. Okay. Now that that is peak gaming. That is peak something. That is for sure. <laughs> it is peak something. That is very much for sure. Um, okay. Well, then back to let's because that was a, an interesting question, Eric. That that's 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 the stuff of nightmares, my friend. Um, that yeah. really is. <laughs> um, good lord. Um, Imran. Yes. Good sir, you were, were you there? You were there just for the for the um, Centurion 30k stuff, I'm right. Yeah, did I didn't play. I, I don't have a Titanicus uh, manipulator to play with, so yeah, I went. You're not alone, my friend. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Um, yeah. I would say, what what was your take on? I mean, did you get a chance to have a wander around for um, around the actual event itself around Lincoln? Yeah, a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I uh, I went uh, to the stores mostly and had a peek in the, some of the rooms. I didn't see much of the 40k room or the fancy bath or AOS uh, rooms. Uh, so uh, my games took uh, they took a long time. So I didn't have much uh, free time between the games during the days. But yeah, it's a quite a large place. I like the venue. Uh, it's really nice, uh, spacious, and uh, uh, food and stores were okay. Oh, that's good to hear. I at like least, it. Yeah, at least it was. Uh, at least it was a good, good experience outside of uh, the gaming as well. So that's good to hear. So overall, Freddie, in general, day one successful. It was pretty successful. It was pretty good. Um, it was. Uh, Oh, it's good, though. It's good to play Titanicus. It's been a while for me. And it got me to paint another maniple, which I like, and it probably got another couple of players that will rock up for Adeptus Titanicus next year, which is good. Yeah, definitely. It's the way I like it. As long as, you know, it's always good to bring in new people, so that's, that's always something that we want to see happen as well. So it's great that we were able to do that. So let's jump to day two, which is the first day 
of the actual siege of Lincolngrad itself, because what was it? It was Titanicus, the God Machines of Lincoln, if I remember rightly, or something along those lines. Was the link was the Titanicus event? This now Friday, full day, Centurion, the siege of Lincolngrad. Tell give give everybody a bit of a mental picture about the the event itself, and give us some details about who showed up and all that sort of stuff. It was uh, all our diehard friends, I can say. <laughs> so, so I think we were uh, we weren't that many. Uh, we were twenty two players from memory, or was it twenty six? Oh, well, twenty six if you count people that dropped in and out um, due to fucking up the one day event that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. which is not our biggest ever uh, Lincoln. Uh, it's probably our smallest Lincoln ever. But I guess uh, you're you're just doing it on the tail end of 2.0, about to fucking drop, and people are kind of psyched about that shit. So I understand that it was kind of like either you went there to do like a goodbye for um, for the old school heresy, or you went there just because you missed your mates, mm-hmm. or you or you stayed at home and waited for 2.0 to drop because. I think that every single person was talking about 2.0 all the fucking time during the entire event. But the the easy part for me as an EO, uh, considering everyone was kind of like old school players, mm-hmm. I just told them how to do it, and they sorted their shit out by themselves. Nice. I think I got like in total during the entire event four questions or some shit. Well, we did have a few new players at least. Yeah, well, I mean, like, there are a few new players. Who were the new players? Yeah, Christine, uh, that was her first event, I think, actually playing for outside the Raltac. And she also played a guy, I don't remember his name, in the first game that was also new to the game. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, who, who was that guy? I thought she, she played under it. Oh. He's, he said he, he was quite new to the game. Or not so much into the no, no, okay, no. He he just hadn't played for ages. Okay. If it was Andreas. Okay. Fair enough. Imran, buddy, how was the first day for you with your what what who did you play against and how did your army fare? So I, I played Eric and I also played um who did I uh this guy with the World Eater army, uh two Red Butcher units and two tactical squads. I forgot his name. Might be Andreas. Anyways. And you played Olivia in the first game. Uh, yeah, and Olivia. So that's my three games uh, on the first day. And uh, Olivia was difficult. Uh, she had a very hard as nails, a Mechanicum list, Myrmidons, Ulcerax, uh, charging in. And also, I need to say that my list for Lincoln was, uh, I think... I had too much uh, troop choices, too much bolters and uh, bolt pistols. I didn't have much of uh, weapons, really. So uh, I um, I struggled on that one. I mean, we sh- shook hands after f- turn four or five, and, mm-hmm. and that that was it. Uh, it was a Zone Mortalis game. Mm-hmm. It was fun, though. Uh, I learned a lot from that game. I get to know Mechanicum uh, a little bit. I haven't played much against them uh, before. Mm-hmm. And then uh, second game, I uh, faced off with Eric with his uh, militia army. Uh, some um, 
a lot of yeah regular like a uh, kind of imperial guard castle in style of resist and game uh, but with some um, not so apparent strong uh, uh, infantry squads um those uh, uh, medusas they hurt me um, yeah but that game was uh, one of those games that you feel like okay i'm going to lose this one around turn 3 or 4 uh, this will be really tough for me but then you kind of have a upswing at the end and then you're not really sure if you win or lose at the end and it was a tight game it was fun i learned some from that game as well mm-hmm. uh, and uh, eric was a really nice chap to play with we had fun on that in that game and you too man and you 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 can say that you uh, won in the end you you were about to give up at some point uh, where I told you just keep playing you yeah. are you're probably winning you just don't know it yet <laughs> yeah it wasn't uh, I, oh, those strange games where you feel like you're going to lose uh, and then you calculate the points and you well it was tight in, in the end. it was fun i liked it um third game was a absolutely butcher the red butchers <laughs> And uh, world eaters. Uh, it was the, that mission where you uh, rush to the middle, and whoever holds the middle wins the game at the end of the game. Yeah. So I figured, like, if I have a, if I'll have a chance to survive this, I'd rather stay away because I had a quite mobile list. I had two assault squads, uh, tactical squad and uh, plasma squad. So I figured, okay, I stay back, let them come in. Uh, grab the middle objective, and then I'll uh, shoot him off and uh, move in myself. And hopefully I'll have more units uh, surviving. If I just have one or two guys from a unit, that counts like as a unit, and I could deny and so on. But uh, no, man, he rolled buckets and buckets of uh, dice against me. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, uh, he had a Derry that uh, plucked off my units from distance as well. He took out my javelins uh, in the f- first game, and I couldn't do much about it, really. Lucky shots with the Derridale. I had them all in one unit as well, so. Oh. Yeah. That'll do it. So, but it was fun. It was a bit experimental. Uh, day, yeah, that was day one for me. And then, uh, yeah, well, uh, back to the hotel and uh, get some dinner and drinks that night. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Uh, get to know, catch up with some uh, people I met at other events and so. And then, uh, yeah, day two. Did you have any sort of standout moments in the game? Any heroic actions or anything that sort of stood out to you during your games at all? Oh, yeah. with The game with Olivia, I had a sergeant that just tanked 17 uh, wounds before going down. Jesus. That's impressive. And you had an 8-inch charge uh, that's sealed the deal in winning against me ah uh, when i uh, yeah out on the um, uh the plasma squad charge yeah when you charge the yeah exactly eight inches and if you hadn't done that you would have been shot away at the next turn uh, yes at the end yeah yeah yeah, yeah i remember that one <laughs> yeah so yeah, it was uh, exciting some uh, when you, your game just ha- hangs on a uh, die roll yeah, that's uh, that's a fun one. That's always that's always a fun game when you come down to those things. Eric, buddy, what was your first day like? 
Well, it was uh, it was really good. I uh, I had only two games um, because the after the second we were kind of late, uh, so we didn't. We we wanted to go to to the bar that I'll tell about later. Um, but my first game was against uh, Pelle, and I I I feel uh, evil for bringing the army I did after having tried it. I had kind of. I think I painted up like 40 models for for it, and I hadn't really played militia before, except in Raltag with 1500 points of tanks. Um, but Pele brought his night lords in on an old footlocking army, um, and I think he had like 30 something people. Uh, I I came to the event with 104 models and three Medusa cannons. So poor Pele, he. Uh, he just got shot away crossing the table. Um, I think in in the end he uh, he managed to to bring, to take down seven models in my militia army um, because anything that tried to cross the table just got shut down. We we did have some fun moments though. His uh, terminators they I think they tanked like twenty six Medusa hits or something like that, and the same with his Leviathan took I think seven hits and took one wound of damage or one hull point um, and then he finally got one terminator into combat and he missed all his attacks for two turns and i missed all my attacks attacking back so like no one hit at all for two combat rounds and then uh, then some random uh, take priest came in from my army and managed to uh, to take his terminator down with a power axe um so that was well, it, it was a really bad matchup for, for Pele, really, because there, there's no way you can walk over the table against, you know, a, a big shooting army. Um, so so it, it was really hard for him. And I even got the Warlord trait that makes you ignore night fights just to make it even worse. Um, so with, with his Night Lords, he couldn't even use that advantage. Um, but... Yeah, it, it it was a good game. It was just a really bad ma- matchup for him, and uh, and then Imran came and showed me that my army was maybe wasn't that overpowered as he uh, he managed to beat me by getting into combat with my units one at a time and then uh, simply plucking them off uh, one by one until I had barely anything left. I think I had like one and a half unit left or something uh, in the end. So. Uh, that that was uh, does a really good job. Um, went went really well for me when the game started. Managed to shoot away a full assault marine unit with just with the Medusa cannons turn one, and from there it kind of got worse the closer it got to me. So that was very interesting. And then in the end we all went to that bar the shot looking, which is fucking awesome where you can get. Your finger dipped in absinthe and put on fire and stuff like that. That was uh, we we have a lot of good videos from that bar. <laughs> God, Scandus is going to be such a fire hazard. I can feel it now. Yep, yep. We will bring the absinthe. <laughs> oh Lord, oh freaking mighty! That's going to be scary. The best defense against the Medusas is to be in close combat. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Very true. Uh, Freddie, did you you played as well? And I jumped in like when um, when people had to like either uh, arrived late or had to move around, uh, and obviously 
<laughs> I played Olivia on the Somatalis table as well. And that was fun. Or not. <laughs> At least it's nasty. Especially when we draw that objective that... So then you just explain that you're supposed to hold the center objective and against fucking Ursurax, every Ursurax in the entire fucking army. <laughs> Gunning down on my poor black shields in the middle in, in Somatalis so I can't even shoot them up before they get there. Well, I don't know. I had the same thing with my sergeant fucking tanking. He was he, he never he actually never died eventually. <laughs> he ran he ran away. But he, he killed like three Ursurax with his power fist and then he was the only one in squad. He, he stayed like for three rounds of combat and then he just ran away, got down got gunned down in the back as you get as you get <laughs> done by a Mechanicum, always in the back. So I, I, at one point my entire fucking army was running away. It was depressing. Well that But I managed to kill all the all the tech trolls out of pure spite, so that was good. <laughs> Yeah, we we all must wonder who gave uh, Olivia the idea for that list. Yeah, such a cheesy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I I would have preferred like you, you if you play that list against like a, a more open table and have more nasty weaponry, then it would be better. But like in so Metalis, where you can't even shoot them up, uh, it's bad, bad shit. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, rolling that into day two, then, Freddy. Did you have did you have yep. to step in at all on day two or? Uh, I stepped in once on day two. Mm-hmm. And how did how did that go for you? Uh, well, that went much better actually because <laughs> um, <laughs> I I got to play uh, Linus uh, and Tim with Pele. Ah, so you played doubles on day two. Yeah. And let's just say, because Linus and Tim, Linus was loyalist, Tim was traitors, and Pele was traitor and I was loyalist. Uh-huh. But they teamed on their side and I teamed on my side, but we draw secret objectives, all of us. Okay. Oh, so we, the, the scores that we, uh, that we scored, like the points that we scored, went through uh, uh, each faction side. So if Linus won his objective, those points went to the loyalist side. If Pelle won his objective, that went to the trader side. If Tim won his objective, that went to the trader side. If I won my objective, went to the loyalist side. It's pretty good, though, because I managed to get Pelle to do my objective, (laughs) which meant that I got all my points before he got uh, tabled by Linus and Tim. (laughs) And then I managed to make sure that Tim did not get his objective by making Linus table me. So he got his objective. <laughs> so, so in the end, the loyalist just like fucking won the day by max objectives. But I lost the game with Pella. So yay, but boo, but yay. Yeah. Okay, that's a layers upon layers. Yeah. Layers. Alpha legions would have been proud. <laughs> I was about to ask which which legion you were playing. I was playing Black Shields again. Ah, fair uh, played his Night Lords, Linus played his Dark Angels, and uh, Tim played his Word Bears. Or were, they, or were they really Black Shields and not just, you know, greased up Alpha Legion for all we know? Huh? Could have been. Yeah, uh, you never know. You never know. You never know. The Black Shields could have been previously Alpha Legion. Mm. Who knows? Who knows, exactly. Actually, it's my Astro Claus. So. Imran. Yeah? How was your second day, my dude? Uh, so... 
Yeah, I did uh, two versus two as well with the uh, with the Danes. So it was uh, me and uh, Eric's girlfriend. Uh, I forgot some Camilla or Christina. Christine. Uh, Christine. And yeah. um, well, I against Wigno and Olivia. So we uh, put uh, two more tiles. So we had like an eight by four table. And uh, we played uh, like a, a quarter, a table quarter deployment. We had all these these random uh, objectives that you turn. And uh, it was, uh, was a fun game. Uh, I, I uh, tried to pull off a crazy thing with my... I had um, Nuncio Vox on a tactical squad. And I figured I'd bring in the assault squads. Uh, with the Nuncio Vox uh, and deploy uh, the <coughs> tactical squad quite forward aggressively towards uh, Eric's uh, artillery and infantry, but uh, so they uh, <laughs> Olivia was quite keen on taking that one out with her uh, Mechanicum uh, Warlord that has this uh, snipe, sniper rule. Snapped him out, and then my plan went to shits, and we so. We were two Alpha Legion players against uh, Militia and a uh, very strong Mechanicum list. Uh, but yeah, I think we lost, what, seven to six? It was quite uh, even, wasn't it? Eight, seven. Eight, seven, yeah. Eight, seven. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the thing with the game was we uh, the deployment zone was where you had a quarter across the table from each other. So having extended the table because of that deployment, it made some of our some of our units stay really far away from each other. So we kind of ended up with just a, two armies out of range of each other, and then a kill zone in the middle where anything that landed there, they just died immediately. I, we both sides tr- tried to or tried to move units through there, and whatever we deployed, deep strike, whatever, it just died. So uh, we we kind of ended up having to work with the victory points we had in our end of the table. Yeah, me and Christine, we kind of had a plan where she uh, she had more stronger shooting and uh, uh, more elite list. So we figured, okay, you you can you stay in our deployment store and pick our um, uh, objectives, and then late game move to pick the others uh, in the kill zone. And I just uh, tried to go in aggressively and uh, try to get into hand-to-hand combat with uh, the opponents in their deployment zone. But she had a bunch of uh, Volkite, she had a 10-man Culverin squad and a bunch of combi weapon elites. Uh, 10 Seekers. Yeah, and the Seekers. Combine that with your artillery and uh, Olivia's uh, Myrmidons. Uh, we had this uh, quite large episode in the middle of nobody dared to walk in. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so cool. I mean, it sounds like a proper kill box uh, set up by the sounds of it. And what's that What's that phrase? What is it? Um, make the plan, execute the plan, expect, expect the plan to go off the rails, throw away the plan. So that that, that sounds like a perfect Alpha, Le- Alpha Legion game by the sounds of it. Yeah, pretty much that. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very cool, Eric. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like you had the the game against Imran, so it's all all the same yeah. sort of. But it sounds like a hell of a fight, my dude. 
yeah, we, we had fun. We had fun, definitely. We Of course, we only had that one game because it's it took a lot longer than a normal one versus one, of course. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think it was, uh, you know, one of the games where you, it wasn't really over till it was over. Um, we we started out with three objectives exploding in our face. Um, Jesus. When we when we thought we had plenty of uh, objectives in our side of the table, and then suddenly we we realized that we had to kind of move forward. Um, and then my plane didn't arrive, so I couldn't even kill off Christine's Valkites uh, turn two, and turn three they had killed about. I think forty something of my models, so um, that that was kind of too late. <laughs> is that, is that, was that actually being a militia list? Was that more or less than half of your army? I'm just interested. It was less. I, I had one hundred four <laughs> models, so <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, like twenty four of them were crew for the artillery cannons, and then they had a discipline master. So twenty five models that were hooked up to, to my Medusa cannons. And and then in all the normal squads I moved forward, they just disappeared immediately as soon as uh, they <laughs> stepped within range of Christine shooting. So Nasty. That's, that's absolutely not. How did her destroyers go? What? Sorry? She had a unit of destroyers. It, it got deployed... Um, it, in the rear, so basically they were going to use their rat missiles. But I had my one of my support squads had last cannons, and for some reason they just really hit well in that battle. Uh, so after turn two, she didn't have any missile launchers left in the unit, so uh, they they didn't fare well in that game. She had two missile launchers, and you had like ten, la- what, three or seven, eight, uh, five, five, six, seven last cannons, and that uh, shootout didn't turn well for her. Five. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the dice gods are with you, and sometimes they're against you. Yeah. Uh, usually in the same turn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it sounds like everybody had a really good time, which I think is, uh, as we always aim for, the most important thing is having just a good time um at these events and you know that's that 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 makes me happy as someone who wasn't able to be there because i couldn't make the event uh it's really nice to hear you guys have had a good time and everybody seemed to come away having having had fun and being able to from our point of view at least because i know there's lots of other events going to be happening but it's been our turn to send off heresy 1.0 in you know not so much into the sunset but off our cap say thank you very much and now turn around and look forward to heresy 2.0 as the, the sort of the next stages of what we're going to do but uh freddie i'm going to test your memory going to yeah. test your memory here we, we always yeah. do best loyalist best traitor can you remember who won which uh best traitor was frederick with his uh, night lords i'm not biased but yay <laughs> <laughs> a good friend of mine so one of, my, one of my best friends so yeah i'm happy for him with that one but he he had like it, it, the theme and everything for his army it was uh good painted um so that that's the you can check the first box and the whole army was just you know jump packs fast hitting stuff so it it, it really followed like the way night lords would fight so uh yeah, I I voted for him. I can say that. Um, but at least for me, it was like, yeah, he's he's fluffy, and has a really good looking army. So there's absolutely no doubt. 
that that he needed that award. Nice. I'm very happy for him. But who... uh, I think Imran can tell tell who won the next award. Yeah, uh, Christine won that. <laughs> no, I, I was going to do the, the, uh, another one. We already know Christine. Ah. I said Imran's going to tell what award he won. Ah, yeah. Sorry, your mic. Uh... Uh, yeah, best uh, best sport. Well deserved. I uh, I managed to charm the Danes. <laughs> I played uh, mostly the Danes, and uh, yeah, we had a good time together. So they uh, got. Uh, the sport, best sport votes from them and well done. won the award. You got them all at the shot looking or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a good time there as well. I was just talking a little bit about best sports though, because mm-hmm. uh, I've seen this as a trend com- compared to when we started. When we started Lincoln the first time, and um, Basically, normally there were only three people that ended up getting votes for best sports. Yep. Now, this is like the last Lincoln of 1.0, and everyone that played on the event got a best sport. Imran won by fucking, you know, he got two votes more than the rest of the dudes, and everyone else got one vote. That's <laughs> It is. It just goes to show that either either people are becoming less assholes, yeah. or or it's just that uh, most people are just fucking chilled at our events. Well, I'd like to think it's the second one, but hope it's also a bit of the first one. You know, both both yeah. are good. Both are good. And you you've actually already answered my next question. Uh, but who took home best loyalist? Yeah, that that would be uh, Christine then. <laughs> Well done, Christine. What what list? What was she running? I, I missed that earlier on. Actually, what army was she running? Um, Alpha Legion. A loyalist Alpha Legion. Fair enough. The most loyal of them all. <laughs> Freddy made them all loyalists. <laughs> <laughs> so we we only had pretty much only had uh, trade armies at the event. Uh, so Freddy basically took all the Alpha Legion players and me with militia and moved us to uh, to the loyalist side nice so but christine had been using um you know for fluff she she used only elite units so she was playing with chosen duty oh wow um yeah and uh then she had her whole army is painted with uh color shift paints um so so basically uh I, I, at least for me, I think it's a really good uh, theme she has with uh, Alpha Legion. With the we, we use the psychotic illusions on her models, so it's a blue, blue or purple-ish uh, color shift, which just fits really well with Alpha Legion having you know maybe being able to change the color of the armor depending on the situation, um, and the army fits well with the fluff, with them being few but elite warriors. Um, so, so I think that's what people have probably voted for. Well, I, I will. I, I can easily say, knowing the people who go to these events and who have been part of them, they made a, they made the best call that they could, and everybody who's won something has been extremely well deserving of it all, which is just absolutely brilliant. And it makes for. I, I will. I will say this personally. I've always thought it's the best way to cap off an event. Not who's won the most or who's killed the most or most victory points, but 
who the players in the event think has the best, you know, like you say, best sport, which is key to a good event, to how the best loyalist and best traitor, as you say, you, you listed it there, Eric, fits a good theme, well-painted army, good all-round person. I think it just it, it just sings the praises of an event when that happens. Uh, and when people when people are choosing things that way, so that that's very very cool. Um, Freddie, from yeah. your point of view, mate. Oh, sorry, go on, go on, Eric. Yeah. My apologies. It's, it's painted, mate. Yeah, I was about to say that the thing that people don't see is uh, the whole going home with her beating me in the in the votes for for best for, for best army, but. Uh, Nah, she, she were, were you were you a little bit sulky and a bit upset, or was she lording it over you? Either one would be fair. <laughs> but... nah, she, I, I think she was mainly surprised. Like uh, it, it's her second event uh, or third event in ever where two of them have been Raltech. So I, I don't think she, uh, yeah, she expected to win at all that one. Um, so. She was she was really happy, and I'm happy for her for uh, for winning it. That was, uh, I, I think, it motivated her a lot for painting more and yeah, collecting more. So, I'm I'm happy. <laughs> That's absolutely awesome to hear, dude. That really is. And yeah. yeah, big shout out to her. Her army was beautiful. It was really nice. I loved it. Uh, yeah, she well deserved it. I'm I'm looking through pictures right now. What what was, uh, which. What was in her army, roughly? Was it um... Um, destroyers in uh, in, in um, metallic black, and then the rest of the army was uh, two times five vets and ten seekers, ten Valkites, and a Scorpius tank. Oh, nice! Because um, I'm looking at we've got a, just so everybody's aware, we've got albums up, picture albums up yeah. for the for the event, and there's a lot of photos, especially I think there's some good photos of the army parades up as well. Uh, but I just yeah. wanted to—I ha- was just wondering what it was, so I could actually have a good look at it. And they—they they are absolutely. We adorable. we were playing during the army parade, so her army will is not on the army parade. Ah, great! Well, I'm looking for it now. Then that's fucking people started playing too quickly before I ran around and and took photos as well. It was super annoying. Shocking! Absolutely <laughs> shocking! If only you'd had somebody to take the pic there to take the pictures for you. Oh yeah, I was at home. Sorry about that. My bad. I'll, I'll take the I'll take the telly off on that one. That's my fault. Um, but awesome overall sounds absolutely awesome. I was going to say, Freddie, from uh, EO's point of view, um, not just sort of trying to sum this one up, but looking forward to next next LinkCon because you know this is this is our, one of our spiritual homes. This is where we come back to. Are you looking forward to the next one? Yeah, fuck, I am. Uh, I'm definitely hoping we're going back to the, the good old days where we can offer like a painting course, um, Adeptus Titanicus, and then Scandus. Probably go back to like depending on the new rules and hardware. Probably go back to if if we fill out Adeptus Titanicus painting course and um, Centurion, we probably go back to Centurion one day event. Yep. Uh, just to cram in more stuff because I know that people enjoy the reason why we we put it down to only two rounds day two was because people want to go to the retro store and go around and, and you know check out the event as well. Um. It was really good, and considering that when when I was uh, when I rocked up, the guy that runs uh, the miniature events at Lincoln, he's like the organizer, the one that you register to and shit. He's like, oh, uh, 
we, well, we organize all your rooms for you, blah, blah, blah. And here you go. You get two big trophies for your uh, event because apparently you are the the biggest uh, miniature wargaming event at Lincoln this year. <laughs> awesome. I was like, this is like fucking three years too late, mate. <laughs> because now we're going to be the biggest. I guess that says more about the other uh, events at uh, uh, at Lincoln. Like all the organized games. Yeah, it definitely has a it definitely has a, a voice to it, that's for sure. It seems to be a thing like Adepticon was huge, but it was still smaller than Adepticon was uh, before Corona. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the whole vaccine or not vaccinated, whatever going on with the weird rules, like that you have to have your vaccine certificate and shit. I think this Lincoln has had the same unit. It was like the first proper Lincoln after Corona. Uh, it was going to get cancelled, not cancelled. Gothcon got cancelled, then it got back on again. Lincoln had issues if they're going to get the university or not. But was the corona restrictions? Was there not corona restrictions? People were like, oh, fuck, we can't be bothered with this. Just make it all normal again, and then then we'll go back. So I think there was like 2,000 people less, less attendees than normal. Which is so, massive when you think about it over yeah, a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. But... Oh, overall, it sounds like an awesome, awesome event. I'm, I'm sure, like I said, knowing you, Freddie, you've already got plans for next Lincoln rattling around in your head about what we're going to be doing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but I, I do want to take this opportunity to sort of say, well, again, we've set sail to Heresy 1.0 with Lincoln, but we're now looking at Heresy 2.0 and we're looking towards Scandus, which is in October. And it's important to say that as of recording, there's... How many spaces left, Freddie? Is it? It's either fifteen or eleven. I can't remember. No, no, we have sold another ticket, so it's ten. Ten spots ten left. Ten spots left before we hit the reserve list. Before we start putting yeah. people on a reserve list. So, as of time of recording, that maybe if that, uh, time of recording, that's right. As of time of um, actually putting the episode out. It'll probably be a lot less once you hear this. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be the thing, is that you're going to be less when we hear this. But, again, we will have a reserve list if things change. If we get more people and we think it's worth opening up in the numbers, we may just do that, but we're not going to rush it. We're going to make sure that we take this properly because we want to make sure that we have an amazing uh, ep- uh, event for um, our our first Heresy 2.0 event which i think is going to yep. be it's going to be so much fun i honestly i can't wait there will still be shenanigans at the nights night time though like i will definitely go back and visit the king of the hill fucking uh, uh scenario and see if i can update that for 2.0 mm-hmm. and i will say this my my personal aim is to one be there because i want to be there until I am aiming to bring an army with me, so I won't be playing the event. I'm going to help out and uh, organize. But if there's anybody who wants to have a game on the Saturday night against me, let me know. Maybe the Friday night as well, depending on how late it takes me to get there. Um, but hit me up, and we'll we'll see what we can organize. Um, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. But tickets are available. Have a look through our uh, event section on our Facebook page. Uh, we're, we're going to make sure that. The- be at least one Adeptus Titanicus table with uh, like two Manipoles evenly matched and one Battlefleet Gothic table uh, with two fleets evenly matched and we'll have either Christopher, me, and Pelle or, or anyone you, you know rocking around just to if you want to learn this, if you want to play this 
we'll probably do that during um, the painting course, like Thursday night and Friday night, as well as Saturday night. Which is the so. next thing I want to roll on to, because yes, we have a painting course. It has been announced officially on the Cult of Paint website. Freddie, tell us some details. Me? Or do you want me to do it? Yes, you do, mate. <laughs> Sorry, it's just... It's I don't know that it was released on their website. Well... It's up. It's going to be on the 6th and 7th of October. That's the uh, Thursday or Friday of the week of uh, Scandus. So the aim is painting course rolling straight into Scandus. Um, now there are um, just dates information right now. Um, Henry over the co um, Cult of Paint will be running the course for us. Uh, there will be more information coming up on their website and our Facebook page. So keep an eye on that. Um, hopefully by the time this episode goes live we'll have that up um, tickets for the event itself will be purchased directly through Cult of Paint and it will be at the same venue as Scandus now my understanding last time we talked was we're going to be doing a we're calling it an infantry course but it's not a learning to paint course it is focusing on key aspects of infantry so things like cloth, skin those sorts of things Let's say it's uh, it's a getting better at painting course. Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. It's getting better at painting infantry um, and other such things related to it because it's you know we've we've been very successful, very fortunate to have run a number of um, how to start painting courses and like advanced military modeling skills and that sort of thing. But a lot of the stuff we've had requested are more detailed um, figure. Um, directed skills so like we say faces and skin you know like clothing fatigues and leather um all the idea is is to sort of base it all around one or two models so that you can spend your time working on those models hopefully get a completed model at the end of it um and then who knows maybe we can depending on what the models are we can throw them in a game somewhere or something just for a bit of fun um just for some shits and giggles if nothing else so I think we could have uh, have a lot of fun with that. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. But keep your eyes out for details. Imran, buddy, I know we've been chattering on for a few minutes there, but do you think we might be able to see you at Scandis this year? Are you on the list already? Uh, yeah, I already got my ticket. Um, I'm coming. Good man. That's what I like to hear. It's going to be awesome fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bringing my Alpha Legion. I don't think I'll uh, be able to paint up a whole army from scratch. Oh. Uh, bringing uh, Alpharius, maybe. If I, I most likely I'll finish him. Yeah, we'll see. Depends on the rules. Uh, how I'll set up an army. But I look forward to it. It'll be fun. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not judging your, your rate of painting, but you've got four months to paint an army, in which is three and a half months to buy it and plan it, and, and about a week to paint it for um, the event, like everybody else. Uh, <laughs> it's only three. It's only three thousand points. You could paint that in a in a in a, a, a week or more uh, of course you can <laughs> yeah yeah he's too busy he's gonna get some adeptus titanicus stuff now he needs to paint that for fucking uh Scandis. i have my uh battle tech to do as well oh yeah that's true as well <laughs> one one thing i'm really looking at uh in the rules right now or waiting for the rules that's if they get rid of all the old tanks from imperial armory and suborbital strike wing is not mentioned in the rulebook either. Um, so I really hope that they'll show up in the army books. 
because uh, I know a lot of us us have uh, planes that we have played as suborbital strike wings. That's a that's a big hope. Yeah, well, we, we we should have those answers in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. That would be very cool. With with all the super heavies coming at Scandos, it would be sad if like half the Lord of War choices we have can't be used anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we don't have many many options for that around the around the community. Oh, I still think back to the time we ran that gigantic table. Yeah, I still can't believe we had had that many um, that many titans on a table at once. It was awesome. Yeah. Good, good times was had by all. Good times at the old Scandus location. That was all the fun. Um, brilliant. Well, you know what, guys? I think I think we've covered a lot of everything we wanted to talk about. Scandus is on the horizon. Tickets are available. So, you know... MC 2.0 is on the horizon. Very much. I mean, literally, the day after this goes live. So I think that's pretty awesome. So I tell you what, I'm going to take it there. Thank you, Imran, for, for chatting with us about um about lincoln i really appreciate that thank you guys i hope you had a good time I really do uh, looking forward to catch up yeah sure yeah it was fun to come and join you talk to you guys and uh, it's going to be great to have you you know catch up hopefully for you and me at least in person uh come come scandus so that'll be a lot of fun it'll be nice to catch up for, for a while um yeah i think we, we're going to wrap it up again i want to give a, a shout out to our uh, wonderful editors who have got a lot of work to do after this episode. Um, again, if you want to interact with us, we've got our Facebook page, our Facebook group, we've got our Discord server. Um, we're going to try and get on there, maybe do a hobby hangout here and there on the Discord server. We'll see what we can arrange. Other than that, go get your tickets for Scandus. Keep your eyes out for the painting course, which will be coming up very soon. And yeah, thank you very much for listening. So I'm going to say uh, it's a good night from me. And me. And me. <laughs> and remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be aggro in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Ranging Heresy Podcast, signing off. Ah!